Welcome to our latest International Employment Law podcast. My name's Kate Brearley and I'm a partner in our London office. This month, the international team is considering recent cases of note in each of our jurisdictions. For England and Wales, I'm going to be looking at the Employment Appeal Tribunal's decision in Flatman and Essex County Council, which is a successful claim of constructive dismissal as a result of fundamental breach of Ms Flatman's contract. Just by way of reminder, a fundamental breach is a breach that goes to the root of the contract or which shows that the employer no longer intends to be bound by one or more essential terms of the contract. So why is this case important? Basically, it's for three reasons. Firstly, it's a reminder of the importance of establishing when a fundamental breach occurs. Secondly, it reaffirms the principle that once a fundamental breach has occurred, it cannot be cured. And thirdly, because of the practical lessons that flow from the case. Very briefly, the facts were these. Ms Flatman was a learning support assistant at a school. Her role was to assist a disabled pupil, which involved her in weight-bearing and lifting work on a daily basis. Ms Flatman repeatedly requested manual handling training, but despite assurances that arrangements would be made, no training was provided. After several months, and perhaps unsurprisingly, Ms Flatman developed back pain. She informed her employer, but still nothing was done and no training was provided. Eventually, she was signed off sick. In connection with a return to work, Ms Flatman requested she be put on restricted duties and specifically no lifting. The school's head confirmed Ms Flatman would not be required to lift the particular disabled pupil, that she would consider moving Ms Flatman to another class in the next school year and that manual handling training was being organised in the following weeks. Yet again, however, no training was arranged and within weeks Ms Flatman resigned claiming constructive unfair dismissal on the grounds her employer was in fundamental breach of its implied duty to take reasonable care for her health and safety. In round one before the employment tribunal, Ms Flatman lost. Looking at the picture overall, and in particular the discussion regarding her return to work, the tribunal concluded that by the time of her resignation, the school had demonstrated a genuine concern for Ms Flatman's health and safety and had taken steps to ensure that she would not in future be exposed to danger. The employer was therefore not in fundamental breach of its obligations. Again, unsurprisingly, Miss Flatman appealed. Round two before the Employment Appeal Tribunal was a different story and a happier outcome for Miss Flatman. Rather than looking at the overall picture, the correct approach, according to the Employment Appeal Tribunal, was to determine when the fundamental breach had occurred. On the facts, that must have been at some point between Ms Flatman notifying her back pain to her employer and being signed off sick. Once that breach had occurred, nothing the employer alone could do would cure the breach and Ms Flatman was entitled to accept the breach and succeed in her claim. Pausing there, it is of course correct that in cases of fundamental breach, the innocent party, i.e. in this case Ms Flatman, can decide to waive the breach and affirm the contract. However, nothing Ms Flatman did in this case could be construed as affirming the contract. So what are the lessons for the employers? They are these. Firstly, avoid acts or omissions that might amount to a fundamental breach. 
In this case, the dispute could quite easily have been avoided by basic health and safety training being provided. Failure to do so is no doubt something the County Council bitterly regret. Secondly, where complaints are made by employees, address them quickly. Remember, tribunals will look very carefully at when the fundamental breach occurs. Sometimes it may be possible to avoid a situation developing into a fundamental breach. If not, swift remedial action, whilst not curing or wiping out the breach, may be enough to appease the employee and result in the employee waiving the breach. And thirdly, it's vital to remember that where an employee accepts an employer's fundamental breach as terminating the contract of employment, they are automatically discharged from all future obligations under the contract, including post-termination restrictive covenants. Consequently, as well as being saddled with defending expensive claims and associated reputational risk, obligations which an employer was relying on to protect their business from competition automatically fall away. As will be appreciated, this can prove to be the most costly consequence of the fundamental breach. Thank you for listening.